Welcome back to our podcast, you guys. I am Percy. I'm LD. And you're watching or listening to Two Go, Go Mics. Mics. What's been going on, friend? Catch us up. What's the tea? How was your weekend? How's your week been going? I don't think I have any. I don't have no tea. Um, my week has been fine. No tea is good. Good no tea. tea is good. My week has been fine. I'm just ready for the weekend again. So, <laughs> man, that's a word for real, though. <laughs> she ain't long enough no more. She, she ain't long like she used to be. She is not. She really needs to be three days. Like weekend should be Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's how we Fix. should be operating. Facts. I just feel like so much better. Right, because we're not on this earth to work, Chad. We're on this earth to enjoy life and the fruits of our labor. Okay, so we can give y'all that the, the four days we can be done with. Exactly, because the five days make me want to be at the casino. Just to see if I can hit a number. It's <clears throat> not a good habit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a habit I want to pick up, but I'll be like, you know what? Listen, if I can just go sit at that machine and change my life. If you happen to do that, friend, <laughs> and you happen to hit, and you happen to change your life, don't forget to change mine, okay? Because yeah. it's a problem. Everybody probably got the same idea, and nobody ever hits. No, right. And nobody's like, and the girl still be going for the better. Like, hey, friend, I need to sleep in that extra room y'all got. Oh, not the extra room. Exactly. I don't bet at all. Child, you can pay for this Airbnb, Airbnb though. Come, come yeah. stay at the Airbnb. Dude. At the Airbnb. Right. How's your week been? My week has been good. I called in twice, y'all. So I've been having a fantastic Only to design. work. <laughs> I know, but I didn't use all the time to work. At least I stepped away some. Because I was going to work all the way up until 12 o'clock last night to catch up on some work stuff. Look. Work is ghetto. Like, they find a way to get extra hours out of you. Like, this is not even a part of my, my role or my job. But anyway, yeah. I stepped time, I took some time away, and I watched, caught, caught up with my shows, sat and chill with Keith. So, didn't go in today. It was, you know, it was good. And I had a great weekend as well. For you, you guys who don't know, like, uh, it was Mother's Day weekend this past weekend. So, we got time to go home. But I went back home and just spent some time with family. I know your mom came up. She did. Yes. She did. We had a good time. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into it towards the end of the show so we can go into all the details. Oh, I got some to tell you too. Oh. For the camera or for just me? They can hear it too because Jack's oh. about to be ashamed. I'll tell you. I'll fill y'all in. But that's for later. <laughs> I don't know how I forgot this, but whatever. Like who, who ought to be ashamed? Jackson, the, the whole. Oh, Jackson. Mississippi. Jackson, Mississippi, yeah. Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, the ambulance and the first responders. Oh, child. That's our whole that's our hometown. So that'll be a shame. Oh. Wait, who who didn't the ambulance? <laughs> you wanna get into it? <laughs> okay. Quick synopsis. Okay, so right, like I said, I went home to spend time with my family, you know, my mom and them for Mother's Day. And so it was also my um Cousin, you know that, yeah. Yes. It was her son's first, first birthday, birthday party. So we went over to her apartment. She had the nice little jumpy thing outside for the kids. She had the popcorn machine going and uh, the little cotton candy. And so also all my aunts was over. And, you know, we were all sitting outside. It was hot outside, you guys. Take this story as a warning. If you're sitting outside or you want to be outside this summer and you want to be a hot girl summer, hydrate. Please hydrate. So I don't know what happened with the weather, but it's like, yeah, it just it just switched. 
Okay. It switches. And it was hot. And we were in the shade. She had tents out there. She did everything. Like, it was a nice event. But my aunt, she got overheated. And she ended up having a heat stroke right out there in front of everybody. Oh, Tuesday no. just looked over. She just so happened to look over and saw that she wasn't, like, responding. And she was just kind of going in and out woozy. So we had to call 911, of course, to try to get the ambulance there. When I say my mom, everybody just jumped into motion and like they started reacting, throwing water on her. They got her inside, sat her on the couch, cooled her off. Then she finally started responding. It was terrifying, honestly, because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. But so they finally got her to respond. They got her hydrated. She sat inside for a while. And about 45 to 45 minutes to an hour went by. And still no emblems, no first responders, nobody came. And then when they show up, it's two little ratchets. Look like they just graduated from JPS. Pulled up, hey y'all. Oh, y'all got a little barbecue going on. Like, no concern for the immediate health and safety of my aunt. Thank God. Not laughing at Thank God she it didn't go further. Like, and thank God that Absolutely. it was people there that knew exactly what, what to, to do, do. Because I doubt they knew what to do even when they got there. Like when I say they were there probably like two minutes. That's a big thing in the uh, South. Horrible. So. It was horrible. And of course, it was in our community. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't hey. feel like the care was there. Care wasn't there, but Jackson definitely has a, a response problem. I had seven Oh, for sure. So, oh, yeah. So, my weekend was almost a nightmare, but I'm so thankful and grateful that my aunt, she's doing well. So, all is well. I'm glad to hear that. Just got my pressure up a little bit, Chad. This all. Shit. Uh, you, we too black to have our pressure up. <laughs> right. For real. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Have me concerned for a second. But let's jump into the show. Of course, you know our first segment is called The Political Rundown, where we talk all things politics. That's going on in this great country of ours. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> um, I don't. Ha- I don't think I had that much. Um, so first thing first. Uh, oh, this is what had me upset yesterday. Say, this is what had had me upset at the world yesterday. So, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signs Ooh. a bill banning DEI initiatives in public colleges. For those of uh, you listening or watching, you don't know, DEI means diversity, equity, and inclusion. For those of you who don't know me, hello, I'm LD. I work in diversity, equity, and inclusion. Period. Um, Not not at the university level, but in the corporate space. Um, It's tied into HR. It's tied into people and culture. So I do DE and I work. I'm a DEI professional. So this just... Set my heart ablaze in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. Get into it, friend. He signed a bill into law Monday, banning the state's public colleges and universities from spending money on diversity, equity, and inclusion programs. Um, of course, as you all may know, or you might not have known, many institutions across the country have DE&I um, offices aimed at diversifying staff. And to promote inclusivity for faculty and students. Which is needed. It's much needed. And it's also the same for most corporate um, Mm -hmm. businesses that you may visit, uh, especially those bigger Fortune 500. They all have Mm DE&I offices. 
and departments to kind of handle the same thing, promote inclusivity within the company. His statement was this. If you look at it, if you look at the way this has actually been implemented across the country, DEI is better viewed as standing for discrimination, exclusion, and indoctrination. Absolutely not. Um, he said this at a conference at the New College of Florida, and he also said it has no place in our public institutions. The new law also bans what can be taught in the state's higher education institutions. General education courses can't distort significant historical events or include a curriculum that teaches identity politics or critical um, race theory. I'm going to look more into the bill. Um, it's very broad. So it really just is it's going to depend on who Carl's wolf in the situation, but it is very broad. Um, this is an effort. Um, DeSantis, he wants to crack down on what he calls woke indoctrination, which in any situation where we're using the word like woke or it's too woke, I don't know what woke means. And I'm going to eat in our profession. Um, but in the last he two definitely years, don't know what woke he means. definitely does not. But in the last two years, state education officials have rejected dozens of maps and social, social studies textbooks for students in K through 12 schools. So this is a classic example of straw man theory. So let's, let's get into what straw man theory oh is. It's a weak or imaginary opposition, such as an argument or adversary, set up only to be easily confuted. So it's not a real issue. Basically, it's not a real issue, but they're making it an issue so they can solve a problem and, and make it seem like they're doing something. Solve a problem. Exactly, where there is no problem. D, E, and I is important. This sets the wrong precedent in the state of Florida. I think in the future they're going to have a problem with enrollment in the state of Florida. They're going to have a, a problem with um, hiring in the state of Florida as well with students from degrees from, uh, you know, from the institutions there. Because so much of who we are as a country, we like to say that it's not about race, but it kind of it is. You cannot make informed decisions without considering the race of someone or the identity of someone to make sure that the experience is equitable. Mm, right. That's where, that's kind of where we're missing a point. Like we need things right. to be equitable. And the only way for them to be equitable is to see these things and say, okay, I understand the setbacks. I, I understand the things that are going to affect your world. It does not affect mine. How can we make this an equitable experience for everyone? So this just set my this, this made me so angry. <laughs> I know. And then to imagine the fact that he is possibly running for president not yet. Um, so I'm going to cross my fingers and close my eyes and Ooh. hope that that does not happen. Uh, there is something, an obstacle in his way, and he has not solved that obstacle yet. Oh, but yeah. it's very possible that um, he will. But um, this just kind of made me angry. Yeah. Because I think it says the president, it, and if he were to become president, uh oh, well, also let me say this. It, it keeps the institutions from using state-provided funds to fund these apartments. Um, nowhere does it say that the college itself or the institution itself cannot fund its own departments. But as you know, that's just a cost that's going to affect the students, hit the students' pocket mm -hmm. when the cost to go to college is already extremely high. It's yeah. astronomical. Even from when we went to school, the price for tuition has literally almost doubled at public institutions. Mm -hmm. um, and just to think for a minute, while we have these apartments, because the price of college is so high, it automatically is going to have um, 
people of color are going to be at a larger disadvantage to even attend an institution, uh, which is why we have departments like this to try to figure out how we can make the experience equitable for uh, everyone. So this is ridiculous. And then the fact, like, if you listen to people, like, just to really sit there and just listen, don't just look at the words or hear the words, like, listen to what they're saying. They'll tell you exactly who they are. It is. Because this yeah. is a direct stab and jab at minorities. It is. So, uh, in all forms. Um, it's it's an alarm that shows that there are literally there are people in the country who, are, who is setting democracy mm-hmm. on fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> actively every day. I know we said like earlier on in the show um, that the Republican strategy is simple. They're taking over state houses. They're passing legislation on the state level within states' rights, which oftentimes is harder to overturn because a lot of us don't necessarily show up for state elections. And there is just... You don't run for those state positions either. Don't run for the state positions. Then you have to worry about all of the gerrymandering that's going on with redrawing the districts in a way that's not that does not mm-hmm. lead to favorable outcomes for minority people. But this this raised an alarm um, to me because you cannot teach history in this country without identifying and recognizing the plight of African American people, Period. which just truly takes a stab at, mm-hmm. and the plight of women women in this country. Period. Or the plight of, of Native um, Native Americans in this country. Absolutely. You cannot truly talk about the success and future of this con- country without identifying um, the differences in what makes a family. You cannot create an equitable experience in a school or college without the ability to um, recognize um, that someone's family may be different from yours. Like, you can't even do that in the classroom now. Teachers can't even do that. Like, if, if the parents, um, if the child has parents of the same sex or different gender identities, can't even recognize it in the classroom. It creates so much space for people to feel invisible and mm-hmm. small. And right. that's not how the world really works. So, right. this kind of ticked me off a little bit, but I hope that most of the colleges and the institutions in Florida, they continue to fund their departments. I hope the students get mad. I want, you know, and protest, which is their civil liberty to do. Um, and I want more companies to kind of take a stance at this point. Disney has already taken a big stance. A lot of this is, I mean, that's not retaliation. He was going to do these things anyway, but right. I need companies to kind of uh, stand up for what's right. Stand up for what's right because that. I think it's one thing to try to impact the education of our K-12 students, but then to truly rip apart the education that we're offering to what we deem in this country to be adults, to learn, is wild to me. Yeah, Chad, this is given 1950s. It is <laughs> like, this is a step back into the past and... Chad, something needs to be done about this. This is ridiculous. I can't believe we're I reading just, this I, in I 2023. Know, because when he said it, if he was standing for discrimination, what type of discrimination? Who is being discriminated against? Or do right. we need to break down, like, what's the real definition of discrimination? Because helping me does not discriminate against anyone mm-hmm. else. Absolutely. 
does not. And the reason that diversity, equity, and inclusion is needed is, is needed is to prevent discrimination. Right from the majority. You, <laughs> <For> the, <laughs> you're the majority. I can only assume you're talking about the majority. The majority. Right. It's being discriminated against, but that's not how that works, right? But so there's that. I'll keep you updated on that um, as well. My heart is racing. I know, like it, like literally. I, I literally woke up yesterday and I was just like, "See, this is the, <laughs> this is the shit." Right. They had a dream. Like, what if I just? Okay. No, no don't, don't forget. Right. Anywho. Moving on, Biden and McCarthy meet again to discuss raising the nation's borrowing limit. So there we talked about the debt ceiling and the talks about it uh, on last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, this uh, a mutual decision has still not been reached. Um, so as of today, Biden met with House Speaker Kevin, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, uh, Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries, and Vice President Kamala Harris. There are 16 days left to reach an agreement, so the agreement has to be met by June 1st. Um, as we said, the Treasury Office is already kind of uh, operating under dire circumstances right now. If it doesn't happen by June 1st, we're going to lose a lot of jobs. We're going to lose a lot of money. People who depend on Social Security um, will be far in between between checks. Like the checks will start to come a lot more slowly, and we don't need those things to happen. Um, Biden was supposed to snap. Yes, all all the government benefits will um, not be at a halt, but be operating at an extreme deficit, and that's not what we need for the people who depend on those um, funds because they pay into this great system. Mm -hmm. No shade. They're going to drag this out all the way to June 1st. They are, but um, Joe has to come in here and put his foot down. He's been kind of Put out a lot of statements where he, oh, I just want to work together, work together. At some point, there needs to be like a girl. They're not working with you. True leadership type of scenario. I def- I understand what the House or what the Democrats want to do. So we just need to see if that's going to happen. Um, which is they want to pass, they want to pass this legislation without having to negotiate on budget cuts because that the the Republican Party is kind of using that to strong on Like, oh, we'll do it. If you agree to cut all of these things. Anywho, I'll keep you updated on that. House Democrats introduced a resolution to expel Santos. So we talked about Santos. Bagger. Last episode, he is facing 13 federal charges um, against him. And the Republicans have not expelled him. The statements have been far <laughs> and few. Um, but the motion was offered by freshman Democrat Congressman um, Robert Garcia, um, and I'm glad that he did it. So, by him introducing this resolution, uh, the House has until Thursday to schedule a vote. So, I guess the day this episode comes out, I have until that day to schedule to vote on this. Um, and it's not clear when the vote will take place after it's um, scheduled. Mm-hmm. The move is probably going to fail. The Republicans, of course, y'all know, for the past few years have been voting as a block of brick. But even for it this puts guy, them, yes, gonna, right. But they're going to stay in mind. But it puts them on the record um, as voting, you know, not to 
to expel him. So it puts him on the record. Like, we know this history. We got the story. We see the charges. They, we know the evidence. Like, it's, it's been many calls to have him removed from his seat plenty of times when a lot of these other allegations were coming out. Mm-hmm. But they still refuse to do so. So this puts them on the record. And now the charges have been dropped. They failed to basically do their job. So we're they're going to see that through. Um, and the last thing I wanted to talk about today, I'm sure there's more I could have talked about, but y'all, the week has just been so draining. The first story really just blew me. But Trump had a CNN town hall last week. <laughs> and the girls at CNN are over there running around when her shoes on. Running them up in the house. Me either, and I wasn't going to see it. Oh, um, right. you know, CNN has a new president, uh, which has been like making a, he's been making a lot of changes since he's been um, been put in as president over there. And as we saw with Don Lemon, <laughs> oh, well, Ooh. being let go, but he playing in my girl face, playing in her, in her face. But he decided, I guess, that they wanted to have this, this CNN town hall with President Trump, who um, I might add would never have. In his presidency, before the last run with him, never right. stepped foot on the front step. That's what I'm CNN. thinking. That's why I'm saying his So the I'm situation like, must be dire, right? Has to be. So let's see what, what happened um, in this town hall. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about what happened, what was said, what was not said. Ooh, it was said. a lot of regurgitation of the same old lies. Of course. Um, no accountability, no ownership, true delusion. Of course. Call it what you will. So during the, the town hall, it talks about the potential debt default as a minor inconvenience. So the hit us defaulting <laughs> on our debt is not a big thing, which in reality is a huge thing. Um, he wouldn't say if he would back Ukraine over Russia, as you know. Uh, Russian pre- President Vladimir Putin was his best friend, so much so that we had to tell him that hey, they literally um, participated in our election. Mm-hmm. And we had to make a I forgot like, about that, yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. But he wouldn't say if we were back Ukraine over Russia. And he spoke glowingly of his family separation policy at the U.S. border, in which... Um, say it. Exactly. In which the law enforcement at the border separates the family, um, the children, from the parents. Um, he refused to plant a flag in the sand on a potential federal abortion ban. Um... So he didn't want to go that route, but you know he's gonna go with whatever gets him the most votes, even though he does not believe in it. That's true. He did make a number of false claims about abortions being conducted at nine months. That almost absolutely does not happen at all, and no medical professional will abort a baby at nine months. So, but he continued to spread that that lie. He also blamed others for the January 6, 2021 riot at the U.S. Capitol. He lied about the timeline of that day. <laughs> he suggested that he called for his supporters to stand down earlier than what he actually did. There um, is on record. It's on Why record. Are you lying? But he continued to, to lie. To he also criticized former Vice President Mike Pence for not trying to overturn the election results and send him back to the states, which he does not have the power. It's illegal to do so, but again, he does not care. And this took place um, a little bit, a little more than 24 hours after the jury found Trump liable for sexual abuse 
and defaming writer E. Jane Carroll and awarded her five million dollars. You know, we talked about that story. Mm-hmm. So this took place after that, and he he still got on this town hall and claimed that he never met this lady and didn't know her. Exactly. I have nothing for Trump. And in his deposition, he was like, "Oh, well, yeah, I didn't." Obviously, he knew her, but he got on TV and said, "Oh, well, he didn't. He don't even know who it is. He don't know her." Um, he also said that he is inclined to pardon many of the pro-Trump rioters who were convicted for their roles in the attack on the U.S. Capitol. <laughs> and he said, "Not all, but he wants to get. He wants to pardon many of them." Who literally tried to overturn his clan. democracy? No, no, sir. No, he sir. said he won't be able to pardon every single one, but he will get a large portion of it. Right, it's ghetto out here. It's ghetto, and I also want to say I read a report or I, I saw a headline where uh, one of his staffers are coming out saying that they were selling pardons for two million dollars at the White House, and the money was split between Rudy Giuliani. His, you know, personal attorney and the president. But I don't know how true that is. I just saw I saw the headline. I didn't have time to read the article, but that was I saw the headline too. So we'll hear more about that if he was actually the president of the nope. previous president of the United States was actually selling hmm. presidential pardons. That is insane. Insane. Not shocking and surprising for him. It's right on brand I mean, hello. With, with him. But. Okay, and can we get the ethics committee to get this investigation? Enter Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thompson and his wife. Get them on up out of there. Please. Please. It's obviously they've been big. They've been bought. Expensive trips, yachts, all this. They can't afford mm-hmm. it. Get them on up out of there. Mm-hmm. And stuff that he was not disclosing, wrap it on up. We tired of him anyway. Y'all can have them. Next. Next. That's all I have for the political rundown. I'm tired. I'm tired. Oh, I know that just ran me it down. Ran me down. That just that little bit of if collecting that little I bit of information. Know. That this week was hard. Um, especially like I said, I work in a sector that's being attacked, and I know how important it is for me to do my job to make sure that we have an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I just want to put this statement out there: my job as a DE and I professional is never to deny someone an opportunity. Never. Two things can be true. I can create extra space and an equitable experience for minorities. And you can continue to get the treatment that you've been getting. I mean, it's right. just that. It's, it's, or if you need some improvements, you can boost that you, as you, well. You, you but. can continue. Like, we're, we're open. We, we I was open. We, we, we practice equitable, you know, allyship. We, we kind of teach that as well. So I just had that it's another tag. But, you know. We'll get through. Okay. But let's wrap that up because it's exhausting. And let's I'm get to sure. more cheerful, happier uh, topics. So, yes. friends, let's go ahead and get jump to these streets. Get you a little sip of that wine, child. And we're just going to, you know, I'm going to give me a sip too. And we're going to sip wash away. Wash our sins away. Wash the sins away. That entire rundown, we're wash washing it away. Wash it away. But y'all don't wash it away. Please don't wash it away because it's still out there. I encourage y'all to get out there and participate in politics because yes, yes, it affects you. They're snatching a rug from right from under your feet. So I just wanted to inform you. And lately, the girl. Okay, I go on a tangent because the girl's been playing in our face in every way imaginable with no politics. But seriously, since he lost the election, it's like a switch. In the GOP, like they immediately yes. knew, okay, 
I can get away with this. In every state house, they pass like laws that disenfranchise minority voters in every Republican state. They make it harder for us to vote. And now every state is really going after the education in their state. And you want to talk about indoctrination. Mm. That's that's the person who's indoctrinating in this country. There is, I mean, what harm can come from teaching your child or any child that existence, just simple existing comes comes in many forms. And it may mm-hmm. be different from yours. Right. And I'm a firm believer in, you know, you don't have to like it. You don't have to love it. You don't really have to even support it. But there is a certain level of respect that has to be given to every single person who walks this earth. And that's, that's it. it. That's it's, it. That's really it. That's it. A lot of people miss that. And even some minorities miss that too. Like, they do. You don't yes. live here alone. You don't. And you're not going to. We have existed since slavery. I mean, we, we've always been here. Our, our plight had, may have been overshadowed at the time by more important plights at the time we have always existed. So, well, let's move. Let's on. move on. Another the streets are calling. The streets are on the line, child. <laughs> Hello, streets. What? What was saying? Okay, let's get right into it. Let's do our wrap up first of our shows. Yeah, let's go into the. Let's get into the shows. shows. Let's, okay. let's talk about the show. We're not for a little bit, but for a little bit. So for a little bit, because we know y'all girls watch too. We know y'all watching. Girls we and wanna, guys, we don't want to turn it to the to the housewives or, or the Bravo, right? Whatever, after the Bravo Runner, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so housewives comes on first. So what did yes. you think? So what housewives. Okay, first of all, let, we have to talk about the whole Sheree Montel in Kenya situation. We do. I may, have an unpopular, I may have an unpopular opinion, but go ahead. You might, uh, but. Okay, so just thinking about the whole thing, let me just get my take. I don't want to go too. Y'all got to watch the show. We don't want to get the no show. spoilers or anything but like that. Tell us what you're feeling. But at the same time, if Montel and, and uh, Sheree are dating and what they're doing, whatever they're doing, this their business, this their grown thing, right? But I did notice, and I'm kind of like, Candy and Kenya are my girls, you know. For everybody that's on the season and the people I got, I like Drew. I can agree. I like Candy. I like Kenya. those girls. Yes, and Candy, I stand. I stand, Candy. Anyway, but Kenya, you you giving me. I didn't like how they tried to make uh, Martell seem like he was being aggressive. Okay, towards... so my opinion is not unpopular. We share. Oh, so we share. Okay, it's shared. okay. We're good because she's done this before, and and it triggered me. So much, many times actually, not just once. Oh, before. I know, many I know. Times. It, it 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 triggers me every time. And I actually watched because before I watched the show, I watched I watched Candy speak on it, and Kenya she gives her spiel. So I saw this first. So I'm like, oh, he he must have been going in on her. Da da da. I watched the clip back. I'm like, girl, it's not giving what you said it was giving. And he definitely didn't give that energy. You're accusing him And of, she was definitely gaslighting Sheree with the, you don't see the behavior before. Yes. Oh, it definitely like, was gaslighting. And honestly, in Martel's defense, just from what Kenya said and everything that she said, the DM could have been very much so two years ago. It could have been two years ago, but also 
it wasn't it could have been him not trying to holler her is what I'm trying to say. Like because right. she said he reached out after she commented on uh, a a post about him or something. She she gave some positive feedback in his defense. And so he then proceeded to send a DM that she never opened. So how can you say somebody slid in your DMs and try to make it seem like this man was trying to holler at you and then you go and tell Sheree that when you don't know that to be true? Exactly. You didn't even open it. Exactly. I, I kind of felt the same way about the DM. And I will say to all my um, hetero women out here watching, hey, if you want a black men to be more vulnerable and emotional and truly whole humans, Go out. you cannot turn around and police their emotions in situations that cause them distress. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to be angry. So are we. So Absolutely. as black men, we're allowed to be angry. We're allowed, allowed to be upset. We're allowed to tell you that. Mm-hmm. You cannot expect a black man to con- to take the brunt of your anger and frustration and his response to that cannot make him less of mm. a respectable black man. So Kenya really has to stop. No. So Kenya really, I, I really want her to stop labeling black men who are literally defending themselves. They have the right to do that. It doesn't make them any less of a man or a human as it makes her. Like she felt the way she responded. He should be allowed to respond. I don't like that. You don't talk to a black woman. You can't talk to a woman like that. Mm -hmm. No. You don't get to say what you want to me. And I have to sit and take it. You don't get to do that. That's not how humans treat humans. Like, I I don't like that. Because she tried to, it really made me mad when she did it with Ross last season. Because that's somebody's husband who was taking over his wife, which is what we want. Exactly. We want our black men to take up for any mm-hmm. woman, black woman, you know, if they're around that situation. Like, we want that those things to happen. So, for her to try to degrade him or diminish him as, oh, you're just being so, you're just so violent. No. No. We can't, we don't need to do that. Yeah, that's our defense mechanism. I we feel like that's a, that. a lot of black And I saw a video. And it really made me mad because I saw a video of somebody telling this, uh, you probably saw this video, so I ain't gonna talk the video, but what 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 did the lady say? Oh, we have a uh no she didn't say aggressor. Oh, a hostile. We have a hostile. We have a hostile back here. I'm just like, wait a minute, just because he is responding to you in the same way that you're responding to him, that does not make him hostile. All right. So And then Again, like even watching it back, just talking about the Kenya situation and Martel's That's the whole issue is truly dumb. Like I get her for uh It's giving high school. It's giving very much. No, it's really giving middle school. You're in high school still going through this. Grow the fuck up. Grow the fuck up. It's giving middle school. I understand her her wanting to tell Sheree. That I get. Mm -hmm. But I don't understand is her like continuing to No, I don't get that either. I kinda get it. I don't get that because Come to me with, like Sheree said, come to me with receipts. Come, come up with something accurate, something that you can actually but I feel like Kenya, stand on. No, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I feel like Kenya was making it like, oh, he was trying to holler at me and da da da. But she could. she made a scene, yeah. But I, I, I I'm saying I would have went, but hey, this person sent in my DMs. That's it. But it's a difference between 
To me, when you say somebody slid in your DM, it's like, oh, they was trying to. Or he messaged me. And somebody now messaged you on DM, that's a different. True. It's a different tone. You're right. It's a different tone. You know, we we have our vernacular, so I probably would say that. Oh, he messaged me, nothing came of it, you know, enjoy it, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Which you shouldn't shouldn't even have to say that. If it happened before Sheree. But if he slid in your DMs, I I get get where we may feel like we would not have to say that, but I know for a lot of people, it would probably make them. In some way. Wait, Not wait, my fault. Yeah. But I don't know. I, to her, uh, I'm not you know, I'm not even gonna defend her child. Yeah, because Okay. She's hard. Let's to get do. to Summer House. Before we go to Summer House, let's talk about Drew and uh her husband. Um Oh, I can see the divorce. You can see it coming from the episode. But they were all smiling and no, it was giving because they huh. were like, Oh well how's things improved? And they were like, Oh well, the music, the music is bringing us, us back together. What do you think about her, her, uh, the mm-hmm. little song? Because when the song goes off, then what do you have? Ooh. Her music is good. Mm-hmm. I like Drew. I think she can sing. I think she's extremely talented. Um, she just needs. I don't know. I don't. I won't even say opportunity. I, I guess I don't know. Like. I need to uncensor on her, like yeah. what happened to her. But I've always thought that she was before even the show. I always thought that she could sing, and that she was talented, and that she mm-hmm. had potential. Yeah, that's my first time actually hearing her sing. with last season when she was sung or whatever. But yeah, I think she has potential, and I love the fact that Candace is gonna do what bring her out on her bring show her, or whatever. Yeah. I thought that was nice to see, and I just really hope everybody's not meant to be married to one another. I just really hope that for the sake of their kids, that they're able to come to some type of no great co-parenting situation. Oh, okay. I didn't know he's going. My bad. No, no, no. That was an early no. Not talking about relationship. I, I can't oh. stand with people trying to force a relationship for the kids. No. Yeah, I'm saying, doing about ten kids apart. Them kids are like, please get the fuck on because I'm tired. One one thing that you should know: children always know. They know. We we they all know, and they be over for you. So. Exactly. That's that on it. If y'all can work the co-parent situation, y'all can at least remain some type of friends. That's a good balance, and that's okay. Everybody's not meant to be married. Move on, and let's not draw this out like. But what I have found from divorce. this show, Housewives, when in a situation where they where they truly do take a house a housewife mm-hmm. and and make her mainstream on this show where she's earning, and you know, not to say they weren't earning anything before. I'm not saying that. But when they make them this mainstream, this this popular, this you know, this this much more like famous, it usually always causes a rift in the yeah. marriage. Because mm-hmm. we saw the same thing with Cynthia. She was definitely in her bag. Hey, shout out to Cynthia, love Cynthia. She was definitely in her bag before. But I think just her getting just a whole other level of exposure and fame. Men can't. A lot of men can't handle that. That's on them, definitely. But I just think it just it just ends up causing so many. Yeah. And he seems like he wants a. They seem like they was doing before the show, actually, true. though. But he took that money. Mm-hmm. Okay, me and go to wrap up there. Yeah. So that's yeah. Real Housewives of uh, I said, uh, of Potomac. This is Real Housewives of Atlanta. No, this is Atlanta. <laughs> this is Atlanta. Oh, <laughs> last thought. I definitely, I definitely was on Candy's side when she asked. I'm about to headbutt this bitch. No, not headbutt. When she asked, Love it. is it Sanya? Sanya. Sanya. Did you take up for me? Because one thing you're not about to do is be my friend Ooh. and let people talk shit about me. Oh, I know this right. So, and if I were saying, yeah. I was just going to ask, what, you would, what would you have done if you were sitting over there chit-chatting with Sheree and Courtney and it just... I would have took them for my friend. 
But so you that was dogging me out, friend. What you what you giving? Are you giving her look? This this my friend. Don't play by I don't play by him. I'm one of those people or, who where I'm just like as soon as my friend's name is called, the conversation will not even continue. Like, we're not even gonna have a conversation. Dead part. And I have done it <laughs> seven times before. I'm like, whoop, whoop. Like we're was not I gonna in, do that. Was I involved? Um, no, whoop, not you. Like oh, okay, not you. Not I was like, who was? Because I clear the ass. Not you, but other people that we know. So oh, okay, okay. I'm just like, you're not even gonna speak on them like that because I know them, right? And that's not their character. You're mis, you're misinformed. You're right. wrong. Right. And I and I would take that to my grave. So. Don't let people play in your friend's face. No, absolutely. And it's not cute for you to sit there and kiki or just laugh and not say nothing. That's still wrong too. So. Yeah, because uh, if I would have watched that clip back, oh, I would have been. Oh, now you're associate saying no. you. <laughs> you associate that girl because yeah, you don't about that. But in the instance that she did not, like she should just own it. Like, hey, girl, I was in the moment didn't. Apologize, you know something, right? I, I you did. know how these girls are on reality TV. I just let them talk, let them tell what they said, and I stayed out of it. Something, she, something. Yeah, because I wouldn't. Nah, no, the girl was Kiki, and she was laughing. They edit got her, but anyway, we off a real housewives. Of real Let's talk about Summer House, uh, Martha's Vineyard. So uh, this is a fairly new show, right? This I is the first time the Martha's Vineyard uh, edition has come out. It is, and it's a show surrounded about. By a black uh, cast, all black cast, mm-hmm. and they are in this house for the summer in Martha's Vineyard, which has a lot of black history and uh, all the things of the things. And so they're in this house, sharing this space together as friends. They, they are, and child, it's entertaining. Okay, so if you aren't watching, please tune in. It comes it's on after this house. It's Atlanta. As of episode two. Because that's where we are. Episode 2, Season 1. Mm-hmm. The two new cast members that, that came late, they could have stayed at home. No. They're, they're bringing too much. The no. guy, as of right now, Episode 2, hey, guy, don't like uh-huh. him. He's a good entertainer. Don't like him. Wouldn't want to hang out with him. TV, gold. It's, Love it. Oh. I just say, ooh, okay. Don't like him. Because you poop it. Don't like him. No, go ahead. <laughs> Get you bring your piece. ass. He comes late, everybody. He comes late to the, the whole Airbnb situation. The Airbnb situation. Mad because whatever late. room that was claimed by him and one person, not Allegedly. everybody else, him and one person was who not was our, also claimed, invited. Who was, who was not, that was not like physically claimed by him. You get mad, you mm-hmm. go shit in the dude's toilet and ah. don't flush it. Left it there for him to find it. And said, that's what you get for taking my room. I kind of feel like there's just some things that you just don't do to people. You don't spit on me. You don't shit. Oh, this, it took, it's like, too far? This, that's, that far? That's so far to me. Oh, See, I, I didn't take it that what far. Kind of, what it's, kind of joke is that? If I walk no, it in, wasn't a joke. I mean, I'm just saying. It's I mean, definitely right. disrespect. It's disrespect. I'm just saying, like, what type of shit is that? If I literally walk in. What type you, of shit is that? Hello, <laughs> and you, and then you gonna tell me to my face that oh yeah, I'm yeah. not finna touch that. I shit it in my toilet. Like what the? Yeah. Oh, he's playing all in his old boy face. And we got one of these right here. A little mush. Whoop. Not too much, friend. Because I'm recovering from the hood now. Not too much. But it it was. That's why I can't be on reality TV. 
I know, me either. I just fucking, like I just fight too easy. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not quick witted either. Because okay. once you give me with one of them good ones, okay, that was cute. Now we fighting. Because I just feel like I just fight like. You gotta go there. I just, I just, I'm just gonna get tired of talking. I'm not gonna do the back and forth with you. Definitely. I just feel like I would just, I'm really just gonna knock somebody upside the head. And we can't have you doing it for me. Cannot. I don't see how can't. I really don't see how can to do it. Because girl, that should have been like drug, drug, right. Look, I'm still pissed off that Porsche apologized. But we ain't gonna go to hell. <laughs> let's not, let's not spin out of control. But yes, yeah, so. Can't do reality. It's, it's great reality TV. It's good to watch. They do have some interesting conversations uh, and, and spark needed conversations as well. Shout out to Preston. I think he uh, sparked something in this uh, the previous episode. Week Absolutely. To talk about black excellence. And if you haven't tuned into that episode, please go back. I wonder, can we ask him to come on the show? Yes, I'm pretty sure we got pool. We can get him to come sit in this little blue cat. Well, he ain't got something in blue cat. We can do it virtually. We'll, up, we'll upgrade. We'll do whatever we'll you need. We'll do whatever he needs. Okay. So, not get too much, girl. Humble beginnings. Remember huh. where you came from, Priston. Shout out to you. I like the other girl. One of my favorites on the show. Because if you argue with somebody and I'm in the same. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. If, I, if you if you argue with somebody and I'm in the same area and I'll be like, oh, okay, he got. So two of the girls on the show actually get into it about something mm-hmm. petty. Well, I won't say it's petty, um, but you know they have a difference of opinion. They it wasn't petty, it. but they just yeah. were not women enough to work the shit out. Yeah, it to work not, it out. It could have been. It could have been resolved. It could have been. Just rewatch it, girl. Yeah, rewatch. I put it in dry. Like, sorry about that. Won't do it again. Exactly. Right, but they get into it, and one of the friends actually that was you know I guess really close with one of the girls that were arguing. Kind of just walked off and left and went to the little night spot that they were going to and just left her to fend for herself. So if things would have went left, she's there to box it out by herself. And then the guy, uh, yeah. Amir, told really told the friend, like, hey, you know your friend? Mm-hmm. She's like, what? Yeah. Fake friend. Very fake friend. Watch fake y'all friend. surroundings, y'all. Watch. But it's... Watch you having your circle. Cause... Yes, please. Everybody's not y'all friend. Just because they be nah. smiling, they out y'all. Che- Y'all nah. taking shots and drinks. That's not your friend. Because my friend Arvin, I'm here like this. You heard what she said, and I'm with the fingers and everything because I'm ready to pop you. Yeah. Not this one. So don't play. And I, oh, I got, see, now I got to say this on, I got to say this. Okay, see it. Um, the screw, and I don't like it. The screw. I don't like it. I know they man. <laughs> I don't even know their names. What's their names? Jasmine and what's her husband? I don't know the husband name. We're tired. Jasmine and uh, Jasmine and Cup. I don't like it. I don't like it, and I don't know if it was y'all's decision. I'm pretty sure it was not. And that's no shade to y'all, but I'm just like, now when has Bravo ever showed full ass moans and stroking? Oh, not stroking. Oh, TV. I'll put it out there. When have they showed these three things? On their network, yeah. and now it's the black show where the, the literal conversation after what it means to be black excellence. Y'all out here screwing owns the TV. You could be a black excellence. I ain't uh, saying screwer. Call me. You could be good at what you call, do. Call me a prune. You can be good. But at my mom yeah. would never see me stroking nothing <laughs> on national TV. Yeah, that's nothing. Yeah, that, that is a little that, distasteful to say the least. I was just like, oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm cool. 
Yeah. <laughs> 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 it didn't bother me as much as it bothered. I uh, think I, was, I literally was. <laughs> <laughs> we got a group chat with our yeah. other friend, Joy. Shout yes. out to Jordan. Me and Joe, Joe, you have to come sit on these couches, gal. Me and Joe on the same page. I'm just like, oh, it caught. Like, I'm not. I certain networks I go to. I'm like, okay, I might see a little ass. You know, see a little Mm -hmm. VH1, MTV. You know, MTV definitely, definitely loving hip hop. All the all the real ratchet stuff. This I was. This is not supposed to be that. It just caught me (laughs) off. Gar. When he started to pull his drawers out, I thought, oh, camera gonna cut to the door. Because usually most mm-hmm. of the shows that the door will be closed and you can just hear them on it or hear the sex or hear whatever. No, sir. Mm-hmm. Josh just, a, little, a little butt cheek. I'm not having a problem. I don't have no problem with that <laughs> now. But I'm just like I'll say y'all just gonna they just gonna shut it do. Do to do what to do what to do. Married or not, I just thought, oh, yeah, and we had to hit. They, we had to yeah, that part didn't bother me. The the sex part didn't bother me, but their relationship is toxic as fuck, and I don't necessarily agree with how they go about their relationship. Oh, I man. I'm not a fan of it, but y'all do whatever y'all do. Yeah, all I can say is we talk about this off the show. Shout out to Issa Rae. Shout out to Sweet Life. L.A. They just come on HBO Max. Got canceled. Keeping me classy. But that's how you do, like, I just feel like that, that's like the blueprint for me. Like, if it wasn't too ratchet, it was like real life experiences. They were friends, and then die. And Ethan went showing our ass on HBO. And it's HBO, and they show ass and titties at HBO. <laughs> but that just kind of threw me for a loop. But I mean, I guess y'all want to show that black couples get it on. By all means. I'm curious to see how they feel about it, though. Enjoy. Like, if they were like, you know, that's an interesting question. put me on TV? I am curious to see how they feel about it. I'm curious to see that. But I just feel like, I just feel like Bravo, maybe I don't watch enough Bravo, but I ain't never seen that in a Bravo show. To your point, I don't feel like I have seen a Bravo show. So don't put that on our people, sir. We know what go down when the door closed. Y'all could have shut that damn door closed. No, I ain't like All that. right, let's get into the rest of the streets, y'all. I know we done chatted it up and we gave y'all a little rundown on our favorite shows that we're watching currently. So if you feel the need to participate or just watch in with us so you can catch up and know what we're talking about, please feel free to do so. But let's go ahead and give you guys an update on Jamie Foxx, okay? So the actor Jamie Foxx may be in Chicago recovering from a medical condition. Uh, online pr- platforms are reporting that Fox is being treated at a prestigious physical rehabilitation facility in town. Sources have also said that Fox's daughters were in Chicago to see him over the weekend. Um, Fox became ill, as you guys may or may not know. If you don't know, you didn't watch our episode, go back. (laughs) That Fox became ill in Georgia early last month, and his daughter recently released a statement saying this um sad to see how the media runs wild my dad has been out of the hospital for weeks recuperating in fact he was playing pickleball yesterday <laughs> and the reason i laugh at pickleball is just because this thing between me and Ladere is not because this is a light situation she goes on to say thanks for the prayers and support we have an exciting announcement coming soon next week too so Shout out to Jamie Foxx. We uh, sounds like he's doing much better oh, if yes. he's playing pickleball. I'm gonna get you on that pickleball court too, free. You have no choice. 
he stretches his head, you guys. So <laughs> half of that. <laughs> but it's so good to hear that Jamie Foxx is actually doing good. Everybody, let's mind our business. Continue praying and no, I ain't just wish the best. Let me tell you something. You get on Facebook telling me to pray for somebody. You have the nerve to tell me that something's wrong with them. I need a fucking update. You need the details. I need the detail. I don't. Need, I don't need the detail. But you, I at least deserve to know that the person has got well off my prayer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, come on. When she tells you he's doing better, he's in. You know. Yeah. After 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 Neil Long done posted, yeah. he on his last breath. Right. Because the internet was gone. <laughs> the story was spreading. He was in his breath. Like, where were y'all before all of this? I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. I don't think that we deserve to know what was going on. But if you're going to put it out there, you know, asking yeah. for prayer and all this stuff. Yeah. Sweetie, update me when God answers the prayer. I know that's right. This is. <laughs> that's fair. You know what? This Shout fair. out to LaShonda. It's really very simple. <laughs> Let's check the board. <laughs> oh, man. You took bait. <laughs> Let That's me know right. my prayer against because now the folks out here between that he about to die and I'm mad. Right, because it would people were going crazy. People, the whole people were going on what to believe. Crazy, yeah, and we love Jamie Foxx. We do. You know, he's one of the goat actors, Greta, comedians, no, singers, entertainer, entertainer, all okay, around, so, yeah. multifaceted, multi-hyphenate greats. Like he is like that guy to me. So. Yeah, so we'll we'll just we'll keep y'all updated as we learn. No, they need to keep us updated. <laughs> keep me updated. How about that? Y'all <sighs> could have kept that. Hilarious. All right, so let's talk about Simone Biles, uh, the the goat gymnast, okay, and her uh, well now husband Jonathan Owens, the NFL yeah, player. They, they just together. got married. They look great. Together. They look amazing. Like, absolutely amazing. I saw her walking down the beach. Mm. I have a picture of him, and I tell you, that just look with her abs out and mm, stuff. Mm. Oh yes, Mama was serving. serving. Yes, they are a very cute couple. I they like are. this for them. I'm rooting for them. I love them. They they seem unproblematic. I don't hear a lot about them. Keep it that way. Nope. Okay, that's the only thing I want to hear. Y'all had y'all wedding. Y'all on y'all honeymoon in Cabo. Good times, good vibes, and much success to the both of you. Absolutely. I'm. I'm yeah. Absolutely. So, moving on in other dating news, uh, no wedding bells, but Megan Good and Jonathan Majors, are they dating? Child. Look, are they? Are they dating? Are they <laughs> PR stunt. <clears throat> Jonathan Majors and Megan Good's relationship turned romantic as she supported him amid his assault charges and allegations, a source tells People Magazine. Megan and Jonathan have maintained a friendship for some time, the source says, adding that the following allegations made by against majors, Megan has shown considerable support towards him. It seems their relationship has developed further from the point, the source adds, and people confirmed on Saturday that people confirmed on Saturday, the majors... Not people as in your people, but People Magazine. People Magazine, okay. right. This is not coming from us. We are not the source. Right. Okay. Uh, Let that be clear. Then Megan Good and Jonathan Majors are dating. The new relationship comes after Majors was charged with multiple misdemeanor counts of assault and harassment by the Manhattan District Attorney's Office following an arrest in New York City on March the 25th. Of course, uh... Major says he denies uh, any wrongdoing of assaulting the woman, 
and the 30-year-old victim was granted a full temporary order of protection last month. And the next court date for majors is June 13th. So I'm assuming we'll have another update if if we care by then. Uh, but what are your thoughts about these two dating friends? What are, what are your thoughts? Tell uh, us your thoughts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look, let me try to throw you on that book. That's me. And Chat. the box is coming. I see it coming. Here you Look. go. No, tell me what you think, friend. I know this right. It's just not. Chat, y'all, first of all, I'm feeling this wine already. But I would be so here for this if this happened prior to okay. all the allegations and things of that nature. But now, Megan, I'm kind of a concern for you and your safety, honestly speaking. Because if these allegations are true and he's going through these things, like one thing I know about uh, someone who's in Jonathan Major's um, mind space, that's not something that they can just fix overnight. Like if you're allegedly uh, putting your hands on women and things of that nature, it doesn't have a color, it doesn't have uh, a name or anything attached to it. It's just some type of uh, pent up aggression and just he, he needs to seek therapy for things like that. And it's okay to be a friend and to, to, to want better for him and to to stand by him along those things to kind of help give him the aid that he needs. But I don't think it's necessarily time to be getting to a relationship from Jonathan's standpoint. Megan, you could be dating somebody else or why you feel this out or whatever, but I don't know if I'm, I'm here for this right now. I, well, I do know. I'm not here for this. Honestly. Yeah, I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not here for the dating either. I kind of disagree with everything you just said. I think it's one thing to be a friend and a confidant to somebody who probably does need one at this time, you know, regardless of whatever the situation is. But I would let that play out first because, for one... So you're agreeing? I agree with you. Yeah, I said I agree with you. But for one, the truth will come out in, in a court case. The truth is going to come out. And I don't want it to come out and it be different from the truth that she heard from him, you know? Because mm -hmm. it, it's... Yeah. There's... Her side, they always say there's two sides and then the truth. So mm. I just think we need to wait for the truth to come out. I'm less, well, I'm, of course, I'm concerned for everybody's safety, but I'm more concerned about her good name. Megan, Megan is literally Megan can do yeah. no, can do no Megan wrong. Megan good, like she's on, she man. can do no wrong in my my eyes. That girl. Um. So let's be real. She can have any dude she wants. True, but that, that, I think that just kind of makes probably makes it harder for her. As far as like dating, especially if you can have anybody you want. But I would let her, I would let him work his, work that out first. Mm -hmm. Let him work that out. Definitely not the time. That That's not your owning it. No, which is probably why they have not necessarily come out of public. It'd be funny well, if she people, does an interview and be like, oh, well, I people. had never met that man. Well, she needs to check her source check. <laughs> that is good and oddity. Yeah, I think they should. Um, yeah, let let him work his his stuff out. I support support from afar. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. Don't let him. Yeah, right. I'm tired of. Uh, yeah, don't don't pick up his plight and make it your own. He needs, mm -hmm. to, he needs to. He needs to kind of go through that. Facts, 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 facts. Okay, so since we're talking about, since we all know everybody else's relationship business, we might as well keep it going. <laughs> Child, and so the streets, the streets are telling me this. I didn't I didn't call the streets, the streets called me. 
And they called me with Kim Kardashian and Tom Brady possibly dating, child. What is going on? Ugh. Ooh, I didn't mean to throw up. Oh, okay. Uh, but she was spotted near Tom Brady's vacation property in the Bahamas. And she was also allegedly utilizing uh, Tom Brady's golf cart to get around the island. So this kind of sparked the dating rumors. And this is where the buzz is kind of coming from. But our source has confirmed that the two are just friends and nothing more. At least that's what they're, you know, telling us. Despite relationship rumors, there is nothing romantic going on between Kim Kardashian and Tom Brady. Us Weekly can confirm. So Us Weekly confirmed that. Not too gold mics. Okay, moving on because Tasha K is a real thing. Uh, Kim is looking at purchasing property in uh, Baker's Bay and knows Tom has a vacation home there in the Bahamas. A source exclusively tells us she reached out to him for advice and he was really helpful. He pointed her in a few different directions and made a couple of recommendations. And so that's what they're claiming their whole friendship is, you know, kind of like stemming from. and. This is where the dating rumors are kind of coming from. So they are denying this. They're telling us that it's not a relationship. Would you be here for a Kim Kardashian Tom Brady relationship? Or you just don't you don't give a fuck. I get to I don't care. I know that's right. Moving on. I know that's right. I don't think I have a I'm not even okay. And Moving on, like we said, we, right? Because we don't care. Because that's where I did. Kudos to those girls. Kudos to them. If if y'all in a relationship or not, I don't care. Tom Brady, just stay retired, child. Uh, Quavo and Chloe Bailey, we still on this thing with dating, child. We all in here by the bedroom. Uh, right, and mm-hmm. don't put it on Bravo. I this. Oh, <laughs> I like what you did there. I love it. So let's talk about Quavo and Chloe Bailey. About a month ago. Chloe Bailey was uh, firm when refuting the rumors that uh, she and Quavo were dating. She revealed that while there is some truth to her and the rapper corresponding, it was all regarding an unreleased project that they were working on together. So the two co-stars are in a movie (laughs) together called Praise This, and they have recently been doing a lot of press and promos uh, for their movie. So a lot of people are saying, like, okay, well, this could be the reason that the two are possibly are, you know, getting a little close and they're getting cozy with each other or what, what have you. But recently, the two seem to share a sim, well, to share similar photos on their IG stories of them sitting in floor seats at the LA Lakers playoff game. Shout out to the LA Lakers, by the way, they play later on tonight. Can't wait to watch that. But they were sitting floor seats and they they seem to be sitting in the, you know, in the same section, same little area. And the seats seem to be right beside each other. Also, the two also seem to took a vacation to an island together as well, based on a similar individual uh, IG post that the two made uh, where they both were on the beach. However, the singer made it very clear that the two are just, quote unquote, working together and nothing more, saying, I don't know where that came from, although she did know that Quavo was a really nice guy. So are we lying the fact that they aren't dating? Do we think they're dating on the low? Are they pulling the Beyonce and Jay-Z type tees? Or, or do you not care about this? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm going to choose C, like I don't care. But I also want to say... I'm a little invested in this one. I also want to say, I don't know if I like them as a parent. And then three... 
Um, I feel like everybody, every guy that she works with, the internet just says that she's dating them. Mm-hmm. I don't like that for her. Leave my girl alone. I don't like that for her, but it's giving like with the okay. It's too many coincidences going on at once. You could be working with somebody, but you poor side in your personal time with them I mean, the lives allegedly. Of the, the lives of the rich and famous. I don't know how it works. Yeah, I like my little brother. <laughs> right, same, same. The only thing, the only reason why I say I'm a little invested here. I don't know if I'm here for like if it were to be true. I don't know if I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm definitely not here for it. I, and, the, and the crazy thing is, I can't tell you why I don't like it. Just well, the reason why I don't like it is just oh, well, I'm you know yeah I know exactly why because <laughs> Chloe Bailey like her and Halle Bailey to me like they are the princesses of this shit to me like and I don't need them getting you know bogged down with the wrong crowd and to me honestly Quavo. Your history precedes itself, and that's all I'm going to say. Okay, so I don't need her with that type of energy, and she's a fabulous girl. I feel like she can actually honestly do better. But she kind of likes these thugs and things of that nature. See, there you go. She kind of likes these thugs. You don't know what she she likes. Well, according to her music, she likes these thugs. Come on now. She said in her song herself. Come on now. She want her, what'd she say? I quote her exactly. And then and her history proceeded her too, because the last person she was with was who Ghana. What? You gonna pull a Rico case on Chloe? Hmm. I'm not putting I ain't putting it on you. I'm not putting it on you, but you know what I'm saying? I just feel like you do better. And there's no shade at Quavo either. You could be a you could be a good guy, you'd be cool, whatever, but at the same time, like I know you're not ready to be in a real serious one on one relationship. So I just want better for her. Like, yeah, come on, you deserve better. You a queen out here. Sweetie, if you out here queening and having fun, be safe. And now, if you having fun, have fun by all means. Be, be safe. And, and keep it like this and keep it on a low. And, and leave your pocketbook at home and spit a check. Ooh, well. There we go. Shout out to that. Moving Ooh. on. <laughs> Shout out. Hold up. Shout out to spinning a check, okay? Spin that check. Spin it. Because you deserve Okay? Have your little fun. Move on. Playing his face, don't let him play in yours. Here. Let's get into John Morant, child. Oh. Shout out to Memphis, Big Memphis, Big Memphis Grizzlies. Shout out to Memphis. So, John Morant could face significant, suspe- uh, significant suspension to start 2023-2024 NBA season okay. over his latest controversy. Let him watch it at the house. Here I'm tired you. of it. Mm. The Memphis Grizzlies could start next season without their best player, for a period of time, after an Instagram Live video circulated online that showed the Grizzly superstar John Morant holding what appeared to be a gun in a car. That's what it was. We saw it. But that's exactly what it seemed to be, allegedly. Ain't alleged. Oh, well, allegedly. I saw it. I'm scared of these you creatures. Pull, whatever. You pull me in that court you want to, am I? What is that? You know, I mean, he just, he, it's allegedly for him as well. It's not. I saw that thing. <laughs> But that's not the only suspension Morant could be facing. So he's already been suspended from the Memphis uh, all-team activities, but it's not the only suspension. So um, the franchise centerpiece could be facing a significant suspension from the league as well. Uh, The video in question was from an Instagram Live, like I stated. uh, They showed him in the car with his friends for a brief second. The camera pans to him, and he appears to be holding a gun, vibing to his little music. Oh, that is so ghetto. I'm, I, can't, is, I just can't. And to which his, his friend immediately turned the camera. Right. So, 
we're we're kind of beyond the change of circle kind of group because obviously it's him. It's definitely giving you. It's definitely giving Josh the problem. It's giving you the problem. So after the video made the rounds on social media, the Grizzlies suspended the star guard, and the league then announced it was launching an investigation on the situation. This is the latest in what's been a string of questionable incidents involving Morant. So this is not the only thing. Yeah, so. not. We reported on like mostly all of the incidents. Yeah, we definitely the, did. The, the the fight jumping at his house. Mm -hmm. The uh, well, the alleged um, putting mm -hmm. a gun out on the teenager at his house for the the seventeen year old game. boy during the pickup game. Yeah, yep. the first gun incident alleged. He threatened the head of security at the Memphis Mall as well. Yeah, that. And you said the Colorado nightclub gun situation. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. But yeah, so my question to you is how dumb is John Moran? I say, show me a person who wants to throw away their future and he's at the top of the he's, list. He's, he's a picture in the he dictionary. He's definitely there. Oh my God. And I want to say to the internet, mm -hmm. because let me just make this declaration because the people on the internet were making me mad about this situation. Ooh. As an HR professional, Everybody, a lot of people were making comments. Oh, well, y'all just trying to keep a black man down. Guns oh, are illegal. Oh, it's okay. his house. It's his personal time. It's his car. He can do whatever he wants. You cannot. You cannot. Let me let me just drop a little gem for you. If you think that your job cannot fire you for your behavior outside of work, they can. Ooh. Any offer letter that you sign, any contract you sign for work, I can almost guarantee that it's. Is one of the conditions like your behavior and how you represent the the company at mm -hmm. any time. It's literally one of the conditions, and this is not an issue. Uh, it's just in there. So if the NBA has in their contract that you cannot be brandishing guns on social media to protect your image and the image of the NBA, then you simply just cannot do that. It's not. It's black and white. There's no gray area. There's no his gun is legal. That is, say he couldn't have one in his home. That is, say he cannot protect himself or his home. Um, in the case of he's in a situation where he needs to do do so, um, but obviously brandishing it in social media for fun, while driving in a car or in a nightclub for fun, mm -hmm. is against the quorum, the rules of behavior and decorum for people who work and are employed by the NBA. Right. Exhibit. I mean, I.e. John Morant. Exactly. It's against the rules. He's like he's an NBA player. Work. Plus and he's just not an NBA player, but he is like one of the NBA players. Like he represents the, the he's like the face of the brand. So I mean, kids are looking, true. looking at and that's true. This. But I, just to just to point this out to those people who still say, "Well, it's what he's doing is not illegal." It could be the player on the bench that would be fired too. They would they would actually have been faster, fired right? Yeah, fired it would faster right now. They've actually been kind to him exactly. And he's still doing the same dumb exactly. shit. Exactly. And I just want to say this, and y'all might not like me for this one, but those same rules and policies are kind of like a part of your contract that says that, you know, you cannot act in a, in a way that um, uh, that your job does not agree with. It's the same thing that we use. Misrepresentation of the country. Exactly. Like, misrepresentation of the country. It's, it's, these are the same rules that we are using to oust these racist people that we catch on camera. Right. The same rules, right? They're acting in a way that misrepresents the company. The company fires them. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, it's, it's the same. So, 
Thanks. Like, I mean, you said, friend. You know how your parents just throw your hands up, throw their hands up, like you know. That's, that's all I got to say. Go to your room. That's how that's I feel. Cool. I was like, right. Like this has not even been like a few. This is not even like two or three months. Yeah, it hasn't even been too much. And it's not the friend's fault. No. It's not the friend's fault. And you know what? And I get so tired, and because I've had this conversation with multiple people, and the first thing that people want to do is try to pin the blame on someone else besides Jai. They've brought his father into the situation. They've brought uh, other family members and friends into the situation. But I'm like, no. This is his repeat action. behavior. His the actions are action. causing these things. Like, we can't... He's an adult. Right. He clearly knew his friend was recording when he decided to pull the gun out to play, like he knew to which his friend tried to drop the like literally tried to drop the phone. Like it's not it's it's he's the problem. I don't know what he needs to do to right. fix it or if he wants to fix it, that choice is simply his as an adult. But no matter where you work, what you do for a living, you have to play by somebody's rules. He's not self employed. Exactly. He, somebody's cutting his check. Somebody's cutting his check and they Facts. have rules for their check. You follow the rules, you get paid. You don't, you go. And to your point, endorsement deals. Endorsement you, deals. You're losing out on endorsement deals because why? They don't want to be associated with their type of behavior. They don't. They don't want their brand to be tarnished because of something that, sorry to say, but this little black boy is doing on his own time. Like, no, that still impacts them. Like, they can't have somebody representing Nike and they out here shooting folks up or just even showing a gun on camera, like, what message are you sending? My thing with John Morant, I, I get you being young, but it's the difference between young and ignorant. There is. And you know what? You're not even ignorant at this point because you've been through this and you've seen the consequence of this Absolutely. and you did the exact same behavior again. Again. And I assure you that the consequences are going to be much worse this time. Dire. And we are Memphis, Memphians uh, by, you know, by way. And we support the Memphis Grizzlies. We support the team. First of all, you're not being a good teammate either. Not You're putting your your team in a very uncomfortable situation. At all. So you're thinking about no one. Like, you're not even thinking about yourself. You're not thinking about how your actions are going to impact those immediately around you. It's not about us and what we think. It's not about what the, the fans and the naysayers and social media think. It's about Tell the people that are nearest and dearest to you. Your family members. Your, you have Tell a daughter. Them. Tell them. This stuff is going to come down and impact them. I don't want you to look back at this and be and regret the decisions you make. Because I doubt you're going to sit there and be like, oh, I don't regret uh, showing the gun on, on camera. If you look back 15, 20 years from now. When and, you saw the shoot off $100 million for doing period. so. I would regret it immediately. Period. And that's me. And we. I just want us to make this very clear. We're not anti-guns. No. We, Only to support yourself. Yeah. Right. If you're supporting yourself that's and your safety, right. absolutely. That's fine. But again, it's part of your job contract that this is something that you cannot do. You cannot be branching weapons on social media. Don't do it. It's not that hard. Right. And you don't need to. Why, sir? You don't even need to have a gun. Honestly, let's be real. What do you need a gun for? You can hire security. You can do, I, I feel like if you're in a position where you don't even have to have it on your person, then... Right. That's, Why? That's the position. <laughs> it's, it's just dumb. It's just dumb all around. So, right. I have nothing left for the John Moran situation. I don't I don't know. Like, I had I had faith. I had hope that it would get better and that he would learn from the last situation. But the fact that it's so recent... I have a little bit of hope that he is going to... Oh, child. 
I'm not even going to say learn because I don't know that. I, I think, honestly, at this point, he does not want to learn, but that he would be more strategic in his turn up because I think that's it's more strategic. Nibble, honestly. And then, number one, just stop going live at this point. Don't and get on right. nobody else and, live. And by strategy, I mean that, like, damn. Make, make it so nobody, like, your circle, your friends, whoever, they know that this is not loud. Right. You don't see Beyonce friends on live. Hello? I don't see LeBron James going live. I don't see his friends on live around him. Like you can set the tone within your circle. So their part. Great point. Very great point. I'm just irritated, honestly, and disgusted. It's, it, it's irritated. It's really irritating as a Memphian. I'm out really, here struggling. It's really irritating as Someone who like knows the rules of employment and you know that you can in fact be fired for certain things that misrepresent your company. He's literally doing these things, so he's doing it to himself. There's nobody else. Um, so yeah, and if anything, th- those of you who are just watching, learn from this. Don't be like John Moran. Learn from this because you can boost. <laughs> we were rooting for you. Like, oh, how dare you? Ah, learn something from this. That was that was a toxic show. Very toxic. I didn't know when I was watching oh, it. It was toxic, and I know. And me and my folks oh. watch it faithfully. Yeah. Love me some uh, next top model. Toxic as hell, but yeah, Ja, please learn. Man. But I like that we can look back now, and recognize it. Right, like with Moesha and hook. stuff too. Yeah. Oh no, Moesha was a brat. Oh yeah, you got a brand new Saturn, <laughs> and you ain't want it. I don't care nothing about with the Saturn. brand new off the lot Saturn. <laughs> Wasn't the drop top Saturn too red? It was, and she wanted that little it raggedy was. child. Yeah, yeah child. Mo- Moesha would have never drove a car in her life while she was living under my roof. Right, her and them braids. Her and them braids with that little attitude, mm. funky, very funky. <laughs> but yeah, learn from this, y'all. Learn from from others' mistakes so you don't repeat them. Because, like my friend said, child, the rules are applicable to you too. If you exactly. if you are not an entrepreneur and make it, and first of all, if you're an entrepreneur, you still should you want still your brand right. to be tarnished in that way. Because nobody want to be you know fooling with you if you got certain things going on. But yeah, so that's all we got for John. You have anything else you want to wrap up? Anything you want to tell him or the viewers? I have nothing to tell him because obviously he don't listen. So. Ooh. And that that part, that part, that part. Like Whitney Houston said, "I have nothing." Okay, we're gonna move right along. Let's get into this next uh, little tinga ting. This is a hot ass. Let's jump down into the trash. Oh, we're gonna get all the way down in the garbage. Garbage. We're gonna talk about Brian McKnight again. Trash. He doubles down on this owning his biological kids. So, for those of you who didn't watch uh, the previous episode, where have you been? You've been under a rock. We're going to catch you up to speed on this trash bag, Mr. Gladbag, Brian McKnight. So the end, they have a lot to say about the R&B singer showing more love to his stepchildren than his own biological kids. However, the star took to Instagram to his Instagram story on Friday, May the 12th to defend himself. So he thought against the rumors that have been swirling for months. His problems stem from a 2020 Instagram post that was recently resurfaced in which the singer wrote this caption to his stepdaughter. 
He goes on to say, Jules, his stepdaughter, I be became a girl dad because of you, in all caps, and I couldn't have asked for a better daughter. Here's to you, Jules, the perfect daughter I always wanted. But the gag is, shout out to Kiki Palmer. I love her. I love Kiki Palmer. Oh, uh, just the queen. Uh, <laughs> but the gag is, Mr. McKnight already has a daughter and three other children outside of his relationship with his wife, Leilani Mendoza. So him and Ms. Mendoza have three children. She has three from a, a previous relationship who uh, Brian McKnight raises as his stepchildren. And one with McKnight himself, um, who they named Brian, even though Brian McKnight already has a son named Brian Jr. So according to RadarOnline.com, because as you know, this tea did not come from two gold mics. It came from elsewhere. Okay. Allegedly. Uh, Mark McKnight recently set a lawsuit filed in 2020 by his estranged daughter, Brianna. The documents accuse McKnight um, of maliciously defaming Brianna on social media. She said her father was driven by animosity when he publicly humiliate, humiliated her. Brianna also stated that to his online followers, McKnight falsely represented that she had some Years earlier, while a minor engaged, hello, what had some years earlier, and while a minor engaged in sexual relations with an older cousin, child, ooh, we won't even talk about all that. So on Friday, Manike shared his thoughts in a video where he stated this: "I never abandoned anyone. Our estrangement was mutual, but those posts." made any roads towards reconciliation and acknowledging them a dead issue. And I changed my will the next day. Oh my God. That is, that is very sad. Sadly, he didn't stop there. And he talked about how he is the victim of slander. Friend, is there ever a situation where it's okay to dispose of your children in the way that this trash bag Brian McKnight did his biological kids. Alleged trash bag friend. Well, this ain't even an alleged <laughs> trash bag. He owned up to being complete glad and trash. <laughs> no, this is not okay. Uh, it's not okay. Um, the, I thought this story was around a few years ago. Mm -hmm. When he, and I think, uh, and I, I guess I can put it allegedly on this, he was allegedly saying that they just wanted money, didn't want to work, all these things. So he just kind of cut them out of his life, which was still not okay. Period. Um, it just takes so many. He, he has taken just so many wrong turns. I don't know if there is a way back. Because it's one thing to already have a son named Brian Jr. And then to name like a new child. Like that's, it's like an erasure. Like. Yeah. Oh, he also called the new Brian Jr. quote. I know. So that's his like, heir. He's yeah, like the true that's, heir. That's wild to me. Like, yeah, I don't think that's okay. I don't. I don't. It's nothing about it is okay to me. It really, it really made me upset. Yeah. I just kind of feel like you're a person with enough resources mm -hmm. to, if you really wanted to heal your family, you have the means to do so. Right. Not to say that like money solves all you know problems in a situation. I just kind of feel like you you really have the means. And and as his wife, mm. I don't know if I can be with someone who 
does not have, cannot have a relationship with that shit. Like, I don't know if I can stand by and admit that, like, as a wife. Mm-hmm. Or a partner, you know, as a partner to something. Right. I don't know if Her character is definitely that. a question. I think that that tells me so much about a person's character. Mm-hmm. Um, and I myself have, like, do not have a relationship with my father, but if, like, to disclaiming, that would probably just be like you know that that just I kind of I feel for the for the children, but like I said, like I just kind of feel like whatever it is he says it's about. If he wanted to work it out, he could choose to do so, but to to not acknowledge your existence. And is, honestly, it's his job to do so. Like it you, to him, how can you say it's a mutual thing? Like number one, kids gonna fuck up. Kids gonna make mistakes. Y'all not gonna agree about everything, but you as an adult and as the parent, it's your job to to mend whatever relationship that is and to make that situation right. It's not okay and it's never okay to disown or dispose of your kids. Right. You are in those situations. As a parent, you are the you are the nurturer. Right. You brought the them in this world. You are the nurturer. They it's will not be duty, here if it were not for you. Exactly. It's your duty to look after them, you know, and, and fix Fix these types of relationships, and I think if it's a situation where you can, you, where you simply just cannot make it work under your own uh, volition, then that's when you bring in some outside help. Right, and he can truly afford to do so. You got to call the young. Hello, hello. He, I mean, not just. I'm just saying, like, he could anybody, anybody, right, right, any kind of mediator. Any kind of counselor. If you care to If do so. you care. Right. But like, come on. Watching your child like go through birthdays, no matter what age, and you're not even being in a position where you can acknowledge that, that's kind of trifling. It's very trifling. And then to double down on top of this. And right. you still like, feel like, oh, well, she sued me. So that tells you that it was like, no. I'm vindicated. She sued no. you. She sued you for. It was a defamation. defamation of character. Mm-hmm. And the judge saw it as so. The judge and the mm-hmm. jury saw it as so. Well, they settled out of court. Oh, they so, settled out of court. Yeah, he settled out of court. So, and he paid, what, 300K, something like that, mm-hmm. opposed to a million to settle out of court. So, obviously, uh, something, something was moving was, in your face. Something was said. Right. Because I kind of feel like if, if you knew that it was not the case, then you would have let it go to trial. Right. Which is still wild to me, but. I don't know that that what what you what you read that was said was crazy, mm-hmm. and I would have never put that online about my child. Mm-hmm. So, mm. oh, he had a mouthful. He was taking shots. That and exactly. he's been very and petty. He was the like time. these were grown children that he did not birth, like a stranger on the street. And I remember the previous conversation was like, oh, well, he's, you know, his children are darker skin. He's got light skinned women now. He's got light skinned children. Yep. that stuff like that is in. We'll put it up there for y'all. Alleged, allegedly. Because mm. <laughs> they even make me want to throw up even more. Like, there is no perfect family out there. He literally and... said, I'm going to start back at one. <laughs> <laughs> I like what you did with them. I like what you did with them. He literally said, I'm going to start back at one. We don't want to hear it. We really don't. We don't want to hear it. We don't really so, the fuck no, don't. Because that's not good parenting. On any level... For any kind, for any race, like that's just not good. Yeah. Right. 
No family is perfect. No matter how you try to portray and make seem like these folks or he's weird and stuff like this, no family is perfect. And y'all too, your family members, your dad, your mom, my family's not perfect, your family's not perfect. But the thing is, at the end of the day, they're still your family. Work through that shit. That's all you got. At the end of the day, those are the only people that you have on this earth. Don't disown them. Don't disown your, your father because they didn't know better or they didn't do right. Or your child because they didn't they're not acting in the way that you would like them to act or behave. Like everyone has their own life. Everybody goes through their own things. Like nobody's perfect. So let's keep all the mess and the stuff within the family. Like let's let's try to do without that. I won't say I, I will say because I'm I'm dealing with the need to deal with the situation. I don't think that everything can be worked through. However, I think a step toward disownment is extreme to me. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's one thing to he's a parent. That what that's what makes it so messed up in the situation that he is actually the parent and not the child. You expect the child to be the child. I would expect. You know, the child to he's a parent. He should probably just act like one. But you don't don't disown your children as a parent. I think that's just a hard that's all I have to say. Yeah, don't let your hurt take over. I guess is what I wanna to say too. Like don't let the hurt take over the entire thing. Like, yeah, no the relationship might not be the best or it might not be exactly what you want it to be or where you want it to be, but take that and understand like, hey, we are all humans on this earth having a human experience and nobody is perfect. So don't try to expect your child to be perfect. Don't expect your parents to be perfect. You may have disagreements. Y'all might not agree on everything, but for y'all to physically be, well, not physically, but to be at war with each other and not talking, not communicating. Okay, not communicating. Okay, that's fine. Y'all might have got differences of agreements and things of that nature, but at the same I mean, time. That's not even at war. Like, that's he not, has literally. That's war to me. If you tend, if you dispose of me like, in the way he did, it's I mean, war. It's smoke. Because when I, I see you, it's a problem. They would never see him. I think that's the issue. Like, he. I think it's one thing to, you know, be, you know, to low. I don't like the. Oh, this is gross. I'm going to throw it. But he just wiped them off the planet. And you out here take, being a dad to somebody else's kids, like, I could. Throw up. He just wiped them off the planet, which is what I'm saying. Like, it, it's, it's that. That. All the other stuff is bad, too, but he's just like, oh, I don't even know these people. Literally. Right. Don't know these people, so. And he's throwing smoke that way, so it's just, ugh. It's, yeah, that's, that's. I pray that something uh can can come of this, uh, some positivity can come of this. I, think I mean, I think that it all lies on him, and it's clear it does. from his his statements, his prior statements, even to the situation where um, it was more public the last time mm -hmm. that um, he does not want to. So. Yeah, well, you know, some, and I feel like his heart is hardened though by the whole situation, whatever it was or whatever transpired between them. I feel like he's letting that lead the conversation and let that be the way, and it's easier to for him to forget than to go back and forgive. But you gotta, you gotta let that hurt go, and you're gonna have to. Work on mending their relationship because at the and end of the day, needs to get involved. Definitely so, absolutely. Involved. Everybody should be involved. Everybody. Should be I wouldn't be standing by as a friend in the line of heaven because you can't be my friend. I had this on your own biological kids like that. We had a problem. We, we got a major problem. 
And if that's the end of our friendship, then that's the end of our friendship behind it. Because that's disgusting. Because if you can dispose of them, you can't be no real friend to me. I want to fight. <laughs> I want to fight this nigga. He's just going to pull up and fight. If I see Brian McKnight, if I see you out and about, moving on. It's on site. <laughs> moving on. That's all I got in the streets, child, because my, my pressure up. Okay, well, it's just been a long week, you all. Um, we're going to jump into the In Our Bag segment. As you know, when we get in our bag, it's where we have deeper conversations about you know, different topics. And it, sometimes it's based off experience and just things that kind of sit out to us. Not too much. He pouring wine, y'all. Not oh, let me do it in the microphone. Give y'all a little ASMR. ASMR. That's enough. Now they're going to have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> but this week, we had like a heavy conversation last week. About what it truly means to be black excellence and like a uh, deep conversation into understanding the history of black work in this country. So I just mm-hmm. thought Mother's Day just came up. We had to just have a lighter conversation. Mm-hmm. So let's just start with Mother Mother's Day updates. How was your Mother's Day? Yes, uh, Mother's Day was great. Uh, my mom, well, all of the moms in my life, because I already talked to you about it, but I have two new mothers in my life. My mom, I mean, not my mom. Of course, my mom. And my <laughs> my oldest sister is like my mom. So th- those two, they always, I always treat them for Mother's Day and things of that nature. But my sister, Tuesday, she's a new mom now. And her and her wife, they are currently pregnant with their daughter. So it's an, it was a new, it was yeah, a new we are so excited. Yeah. Yes, we are very excited to have them uh, become new mothers. And so it was a great it was a great time. They're real chill and low key. Um, so we just did the gifts and things and we just stayed at home and kind of like ordered in because you know the restaurants be busy, child. A mess. Everybody love their mom. A mess. Let me tell you, they do. So, what, how I want to say that's like one of the days in the country where crime is at its lowest is Mother's Day. You know what? I, I want to see this stack. <laughs> For real, though. For real. Because everybody with their mom, they ain't act no food. You, and you don't act no food in front of your mom. Father's you Day, you can't have food in front of your mom or something wrong. Right. It's a problem. It's a problem. It's a problem. My mother's day was great. My mom actually came to Memphis for the weekend yes. to visit me. My How mom and my aunt Troy. Mookie. What's up, Mookie? So we had a good time. Come on, shout out. We had a great we had a great time. It was fun. Of- she got a break. She was able to see like the Airbnb. Stay in the Airbnb. Uh of course we went to dinners. You know I like to eat, so we ate good. They're on TikTok. You know, they're on TikTok. The, the mom is on TikTok now, The mom is oh on TikTok. Gosh, what are you talking about? I, yes. I am not. You know, I don't care for no social media at all. But everything we did say, oh, I saw this on TikTok. Can we do this? So, literally, they had the huge pyramid here in Memphis. If you're not from Memphis, there's a huge pyramid in Memphis. Yep, it's literally a Bass Pro Shop. It is. With a hotel on top of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I haven't seen it on TikTok. I want to go see the hotel. So, we went to Bass Pro Shop. My mom had not been to the National Civil Rights Museum. If you're ever here in Memphis, you have yes. to go to the National Civil Rights Museum to see where Dr. King was assassinated. Lorraine Motel. At the Lorraine yeah. Motel. Um, just to learn more history about our people. It's really just a walk through 
civil rights from slavery all the way up to post-reconstruction and uh, modern day. And it's a humbling experience. Uh, experience. You actually get to walk kind of through the room and all those things. So my mom had not, uh, my mom had not been before, and my aunt hadn't been in a while. So we went there. Great experience for us to experience together. So I was grateful for that. Was it, also, it wasn't your first time, though, right? Oh no, I've been. I literally like I'm in Memphis, and I try to go twice a year. Okay. Just because, like, whenever someone comes to visit me, keep I, you grounded. It does, and whenever someone comes to visit, I usually take them. So, I went last year. My sister came. I was going to ask you to take your sister. I took my sister. Like she's gonna come. We're probably gonna go again. Yes, I gotta take my nephew. <laughs> like so, whenever people come to visit me in Memphis, it's like my first place. Like, mm-hmm. let's go and see your roots. Yes, because of what we talked about earlier. There, um, the GOP is literally trying to rip that part of history. Out mm-hmm. of the school, so let's go and see what makes you so great. And for everyone else, let's go and see what we should not do again. Mm. Um, there are a lot of um, Caucasian people there, and oh, they normally be the majority there too. They do, and I always, and I'll be honest, I like to see them there. Of like, we need to know it ourselves, uh, just to kind of see the what we've been through. I think. From a generation's perspective, we've kind of lost that. Where mm-hmm. we, our generation and, and our the generation that they don't really know what the family has been through, like the the struggles to you know for us to have these opportunities. So right, because that thing nineteen ninety was years and years ago, it but it was right around the corner. Right, and so was nineteen sixty five. When when schools so, were when literally in nineteen ninety nine schools in this country were still like school districts were still desegregated. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anywho, I don't went off on the tangent, but we went there. Okay, we took a <coughs> we took a Mississippi. Bitch. I know we took a Mississippi Riverboat cruise. Oh yes, that was I it. Know. I wouldn't go as a Memphian. But oh, really? No. I okay, so I stressed. But the tickets were cheap. Mm-hmm. Like the cheap tickets is like twenty twenty five dollars. If you've never been to Memphis, you've never seen the mighty Mississippi River. I encourage you to do it. The history piece was there, but for me, um, the the cruise was like a little under two hours. It literally took you from, it took you down to Big River Crossing. You know where that is, right? Mm-hmm. That bridge. We still have to go. Uh, know, bike riding and stuff. I know, but I think it's closed because they're redoing a river for it. So okay. It was oh, yeah. Okay, okay. But the cruise literally took us there, looped back around, and took us to your apartment, looped back around. I know you fucking lying. And it went slow. That was the one that had So it didn't go anywhere. I thought oh, I was child. going to see. I thought I was going to see some, you know, a part of Tennessee that I've never seen. Yeah. You know, take me on down the river. Drop I'm like, me I'm here every other day. Exactly. But it just went like this. Doop, doop. I, like, I, I see this every day. Right. I'm from here. I drive, I drive this right. every day. So, no. that's that's what it was. So, I don't have to do that. Did y'all do dinner and stuff on that too or no? We didn't take it in a cruise, so we just took a okay. lunch. When they do have them, where you can do like dinner, and they did them. They had a Mother's Day brunch one. We didn't do that one. We just went on a you know, Saturday because the tickets were just twenty five dollars. They do that they one have a bar. They have a bar. They serve food. You know, well, you know, you can buy snacks and you can buy drinks. Like I said, the his- I learned a lot of history, but mm-hmm. like as far as where it went, nowhere. Mm-hmm. My mom enjoyed it, so that that was all that matters. Mm-hmm. They uh, like I said, TikTok. So they had to go to Chipotle, child. 
Well, they had been screaming Chipotle since they came Friday. Chipotle, Chipotle. And I know my mom's going to watch this because she watches it. She's going to call me. Like, you ain't to tell them people. Oh, we spent all the tea, team. We want all of them. So we went to Chipotle. What's up with Chipotle and TikTok? The quesadilla, my aunt wanted the quesadilla with the dressing. They had to get the girls together at Chipotle because they tried to play in my face. Oh. They tried to play in our face. I'm going to have to show you the picture. Y'all won't see it, but I'm going to show it to Percy. Yeah. To show you what the girls at Chipotle did. They it's the one to, on Union? Yep. Oh, Chad. And I usually don't ever have... I've never had issues with them. I'm going to go right in and pick up my stuff. issues, but this is what they serve my... It's looking dry. Where's the... What is this? It's like somebody took a bite out of crime. Of this. Oh, she haven't even no eaten. The- no, this is the case. Hey, you ever got a case of different mm-hmm. This is what they serve. Though. It don't look like quesadilla. It don't. It's not giving quesadilla. It, it, it's giving. I ate out of this, and it's yours. Uh uh-uh. uh. Rather get them together. But so you got the situation resolved. Did she oh, eat, get a good chip chipotle she experience she after did. that? And we got free drinks. We got good. free guac. Period. Yeah, so I want the store because uh-huh. you tried it. Right. And you next visit it. too. And I had to use a cuss word, and I don't like cussing people. Which one did you use? The F word. <laughs> which which one is that? You know, there's a couple I mean, of F words out there. You know, it's one we're supposed to use, and oh, there's another one. I don't know. Just just tell me. I don't know. Oh. The F word. <laughs> <laughs> I try to get him to cuss you starts, <laughs> <I know. laughs> starts with an F, ends in a K. <laughs> Sounds a little familiar. Okay. Right. She's okay. familiar. She's, She's a familiar, familiar word in a lot of people's. Um, but yeah, so we did that. Like, okay. Uh, we, I took them to Crew Lounge. Um, we did hookah. Oh, child. Uh, Mama, right. he was playing in y'all face taking y'all to Crew Lounge. Yeah, I'm going to let you know. Don't take Mama and Beth Crew Lounge. I like Crew like Lounge. Crew? Oh, I, I like Crew. 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 No. Crew is a vibe. Crew, crew Lounge is a vibe. It's, it's not a, a problem. Vibe. It's that shooting that took place. The okay, well, we went at six. They opened at six. Okay, period. Okay. We, good time. We what time did y'all leave? By nine? Seven. Seven. Oh, yeah, out of there. Like, okay. I, in and out of there. I told Perfect my, time. Because my aunt, my, my mom okay. is not that girl. But my aunt was like, oh, I want to do hookah. Do you do hookah? I was like, well. I did hookah this weekend too. I love hookah. Right, I was like, I, I do it, whatever. She's like, where can we go? And I told her, I said, hey, listen, you know, I love my city. But when the when the sun go down, okay, you need to be at the house. Period. Like I told, she's like anywhere where the ratchets don't go. I was like, wait, well, they didn't bring clothes to go to some of the the places, you know, the mm-hmm. Hyatt, the Parkhead. Mm-hmm. So you know, you, you have to have oh, on yeah. certain attire to get up in there. So I was like, listen, crew open at six. We can get in before everybody else get in. Do mm-hmm. our hookah. We can go, and that's what we did. We had a great time. Oh, good experience. Yeah, I'll go back to crew. Um, it, Early hours. Right. Like, yeah, good happy sure. hour. We always did that anyway, though. Right. And we I never Oh, that's so night. funny. She asked me, she's like, so what do y'all do at night? I said, we're more of a In the bed? She said, we're brunch girls. <laughs> no. Right. I said, we're out at night. It, it's like special occasion or we're at somebody's right. house doing something. But we're brunch, lunch. Safe. Type of crew. Right. Or we sure. might go to a networking event, which we know ain't about to, ain't nothing about to mm-hmm. pop off. Right. People trying to promote their business. They show right. you with business cards. We we, we're not out there with a the thugs be. Oh, no. So, that sounded like a good time, that. though. It was. Uh, Mother's Day, we went to brunch at Bayou, my favorite, favorite, favorite place, and my mom's favorite place, too. That's how we went. We should get the Bayou wings. Of course. Zydeco all day. Got to hold on. All right. And then, 
came back. You know, mothers. Uh, they claimed this Airbnb for me. On Mother's Day. Yeah, I know. And you I just gotta love stop, mothers. Stop. You just got to. Stop. That's the I first thing that I said when I came in to. Who's out? And I was like, sit down. Stop. Oh, <laughs> I know that's right. You don't have to do that. It's unnecessary. You know, and then sit right on back. Get that little corner up there. Right. We missed the little spot. You don't have to. Then I took them to Ikea because they had not been to Ikea. We got some stuff out of Ikea. So, oh, I know y'all done spent some money in Ikea. No, we ain't spending money. money. It was more of an experience. And it's uh, fun. If you had not been to Ikea, Ikea is an experience. It really is. And they changed the the rooms up. Like, they do. So I feel like every time, every I, time go, I go, yeah. it's new. So, we right. got, we bought. We shop. We just Ooh. shop till we drop. I'm trying to stay out of there because she'll make you shop. Because you got to go around the whole store to get out of it. To you get to where you need to. I know. Oh. And in the days, I've been like, okay, I know how to skip. I'm like, nah, let me just go and see what mm-hmm. they don't need in the kitchen. Let me see what they don't got. Uh, you got to stop in the kitchen just to do a little. Oh, and programs. you know how, how we got on Ikea. Some of the stuff in here I got from Ikea. I'm like, well, where did you get that? I said, Ikea. Mm-hmm. Ikea. Okay, well, that's just so we just went. So, we had a good time. I know, that's right. We had a good time. That sounds like a great time. It is. Um, like I said, we weren't going to have like super deep, deep conversation today, but I just wanted to point out that black mothers play a vital and multifaceted role mm-hmm. in society. Not only do they have to f- fulfill the traditional roles of motherhood, such as being nurturing and caring, mm-hmm. but they also often face unique challenges and have to exhibit resilience in the face of systemic racism. In the face of social inequalities, in the face of discrimination, um, they have to be so brave, not only for themselves, but for us. So, to all the mothers out there, yes. and our black mothers out there, and our personal color mothers out there who are fighting so many struggles, we love you, we appreciate you, we support you. Absolutely. And, I, and I wanted to just, I just had two questions, and we, we can make them short because we are horrible with time. They know this by now. Look, for that fact, I'm going to skip it. Skip one question. One question. What's a life lesson you learned from your mom? A life lesson? Oh, shoot. The person that I am today is, I'm Lodora through and through. Like, I might have had this chocolate skin and all that because my mom, she's caramel, but I'm Lodora all the way through. Like, she's taught me how to work hard. Don't take no no for an answer. Don't slack off. Do whatever it takes to to get ahead, to to put yourself in a better position. Like she showed me that it's possible that you can be going through a bad situation or in a bad circumstance, but you don't have to be there. You can still fight your way out of it. You can do it with class. You can do it with a smile. No, mom, she's a classy girl. Okay, and she also uh, she she a tad ratchet too, and so am I. Okay, he ain't a tad or nothing. I tell you, that. and she not either. <laughs> I was even cute. And she's not either, because she'll get you together in a minute. But that's a hardworking woman. I tell you, my God. I love your mom. I love her, too. Like, I love your mom. The first time I met your mom, I came to y'all's old house. And she's like, you hungry? I was like, and she, when I tell you, oh, I got up to fix a plate. Like, oh, she loved to feed people, child. I, like, I got you, baby. Mm-hmm. And she fixed my plate. I love your mom. That is so the door. Yes, sir. Yes, She's so sweet. Like she's just like the sweetest person on this oh. earth. I love her, and she's the most hardworking person on this earth. Like she, like when I say she worked three jobs, wow, just to because she was a single parent as well. Mm-hmm. So to see us through school and to see us through our education and all that, like her working so hard, we 
rather seeing her like at certain points of our childhood just because she was always at work. And that's why my sister's like my second mom. But she was always there whenever I needed her. She always took care of us. She was nurturing. Oh, very nurturing. Like you said, fixing your plate. Still to this day, I had to tell her, like, Mom, I got it. Like, chill. Yeah, you can just relate. Right. Just chill. And at her current job, like, she's, she knows how to do everything. She's a phlebotomist. But, baby, she that she doctor, nurse. She picking up the phone. She doing everything in the above. So she's taught me how to work hard and just to strive for my dreams, just to keep going. And she she's the reason why I went and got so many degrees that I got. Because I told her that I, I didn't even want to go to college. Mm. And she was like, okay, baby, you can do whatever you want to do. And it, it's each degree that I got, she was like, uh-huh, I know. And keep going. And keep going. So she's a motivator. She's she's everything. I love her dearly. And she deserves the world. So. Aww, she does. Sweet. She does. That's sweet. That's so what is a life lesson you've learned from your mom? So many life lessons. I mean, shoot. I, I just kind of feel like black mothers are playing out of the same mm-hmm. playbook, but my mother is the hardest working person that I know. Yes. It's literally like my dream. Like, I wanted to do this podcast. I'm like, let me make it so I can retire my mother. Yes. And even in that, she's always like, well, I don't want to retire. Just, I just want to work for you. Like, no. Like, I want. I'm going to say the same thing. Tell she can clean up the Airbnb and stuff. Girl. My mom's like, I, I can run the bed. I can run your property. Or I can say, like, no. My goal for my mom is to just relax. Be unauthentically her. I feel like she does not get, she's not always like had, you know, the time the to, to do what she wants to do as a person and, and all that. So I just want that for my mom. But I, for me, like confidence has always been a thing. My childhood was very uh, rocky, like on a, on a personal front. And I was not just always a confident individual. Sometimes I'm still like suffering with it. My mom was always, well, okay, well, you can do it. Like I was there, like it don't it don't matter what it is, you can do it. I want to support you. Afraid of what? We scared of what? Like that's just mm-hmm, always that's right. been my mom, and it's it's the reason why we're here. Like we're yeah. doing the show. I'm stepping out. Like my mom's like, okay, good. watches every episode. Like she's just very supportive. Very like always been my biggest cheerleader. Even in instances where I think she's gonna be like, no, my mom's gonna be so disappointed. Mm-hmm. Or my mom's going to think that I'm, you know, being lazy or this. And I was like, no. Okay, well, we want to switch gears or we switch it to. Like, mm-hmm. it's just always been What's there. What's the resolve? Right. Like, it's just always been there for my mom. So, my biggest confidence booster. Yes. My biggest support. Yeah. Always. That's it. my mom. So, shout out to all the black mothers. A, a queen. A queen. A queen. I want to get, like, so emotional. Yeah, we're not friends. Because, you know, we we'll go there, chat. Spit out this way. Oh, right. <laughs> But definitely, they they deserve to be celebrated. They sure. deserve more than and a day. Just a, a side note: I did so much research on Black motherhood in America. Ew. I have so many great questions, just so, some good stats and, and insight. But as we were preparing preparing for today's show, I was like, you know what? We need a Black mother here. Like, I just um, it's just it's just an experience or a conversation that I wanted to share. With a black mother, so you know, just had to be our mother, but just yeah. a black mother, just to kind of get that perspective. So we'll mm-hmm. definitely be coming back to this conversation. We'll call it whatever it is, part deuce or B or whatever. Right. But um, we just wanted this segment today just to be 
a show of love and appreciation for our queens. Yes. For sure. For sure. Black queens. Black queens. Cheers. So let's jump out of the bag, get into the last segment of today's episode, which is the homework session section, which is where we send you off with some self-improvement work to do, and we'll check up on you. Homework for last week was our first joint homework, which was black excellence, right? Yeah. Dive Dive, into... Your interpretation of what black excellence is, dive into your your understanding, think about some of the things that we talked about, some of the questions, the discussions that we had, just to make sure you're upholding the standard that just being resilient mm. in this country and being black is mm. black excellence. Mm. Um, and making sure we're not mistaking black excellence, true black excellence for preference. So we just want you to take a deep dive on that. Mm. Do you have any homework for the people this week? Yes, I do. Uh, I do have homework, and I thought I thought that was great homework, good black excellence. So if you haven't done it, please catch up. But my homework for this week is to be intentional about um, the person that you want to become. Um, paint the picture in your head. Some of us already have an idea of who we want to be. There's certain things that we look at ourselves when we look in the mirror that we don't like. There's certain um, career paths maybe that we want, would like to take or things that we may be afraid of doing, but we know it's there under underneath the skin and underneath the surface. So I just want to say, be intentional about the person that you want to become, the person that you see yourself being in your ideal uh, life from five years from now, 10 years from now, whoever that person is, do the do the homework now, do the work now to become that person because you have it in you to be that person. I love that, friend. Oh, wow. That, that's that's uh, really good. Really, really good. I, I'm working on that as well. Like, intention. So, yeah. I needed to hear it, so that's so I said it. <laughs> uh, my word for this week is a little different. I saw a clip about um, shoot. What did I see a clip about? I'm about to tell you about the clip, and I can't remember what the clip was about. Oh, imposter syndrome. Mm. I saw a clip about imposter syndrome. You know, as black people, we often struggle with that, especially I really just feel like all black people, but especially yeah. us, kind of integrating these parts of society that were not necessarily built for us, like corporate America. Mm-hmm. We kind of suffer from imposter syndrome. And one of the tips that I saw that I wanted to share with you all was um, trade your um, trade your I'm sorry's for thank yous. Um, it, it helps to give yourself grace. grace. So instead of saying I'm sorry I'm late, say thank you for being patient. Mm. Just that alone tells you and yourself that you belong mm-hmm. in this space. So just kind of think about that as you kind of navigate through whatever you're doing, as you're being intentional to stop apologizing so much. Mm. You are really talking directly to me. And Keith has told me this. And that's something that I'm actively working on. So just to hear you lay all that out and say that, like, I feel like I've been doing better at it, but... Imposter syndrome is definitely one of the things that I struggle with. And also, I always apologize and say, I'm sorry, even when I know it's not my right. fault. And it's not your fault, but it's nobody's fault. But nobody's fault. So uh, that's why I wanted to say, trading your, your I'm sorry for thank you is... is Y'all been talking about me. Is a step, no. Is okay. a step to stop apologizing so much. So just think about it. Try that out. That's good. Uh, you belong wherever you are mm. in whatever capacity yes. that you're operating in. I don't yes. care. Top to, from the from the top to the bottom, you belong there. So 
Absolutely. That's our hard from this week. Be That's intentional good. and stop apologizing and uh, and trade your I'm sorry for thank yous. We are running too long. Well, we thought this was going to be a sh- very short episode. episode. It's shorter than others. It is. Um, Slightly. Uh, hey, if nobody told you that they love you, we love, we you. love you. And uh, I'm LD. I am Percy. And this was Two, Two Gold, Gold Mics. Peace. Peace.